0: as well as people who had been journalists. I um, had only really ever been a journalist. I had done humorous journalism, but I thought of myself as a journalist and didn't really have any interest in writing for television. In fact, when I went in for an interview with The Daily Show, you know, they said, why do you want to leave journalism? And it was 2009, so it was a good time to leave print journalism. Um, I didn't say that though. What I said was that, I, and this is mostly true, that I don't want to write for television. I want to write for this show. Um, because The Daily Show was doing something that I understood as a journalist, but also was not really journalism. It was about being funny. Yeah, you bring that sort of same sensibility and, you, and that adherence to the facts. It's just a matter of kind of what your end goal is.
1: hmm New York Magazine. Yeah. Now, you were writing funny there.
2: Yeah. I was writing about news, politics, current events for a, a blog called Daily Intel at New York Magazine. And the transition to The Daily Show was actually kind of seamless because the challenge for both of them is the same, which is... When you're blogging about the news for a website, you're trying to make your take, your angle, whatever, stand out from all the other websites that are writing about the same news that same day. And when you're writing for The Daily Show, you're trying to make your angle stand out from the 40 other late night shows that are covering the same news that day. So do I have an interesting thing to say about this? Do I have an interesting way to present this? Do I have a case to make that no one's thought of before? And so you were just writing for print and then you move it to TV. It wasn't really that mm-hmm. different. What was your skit? The first Tell me one? If you can remember. Uh, honestly I don't remember like what we did earlier this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dan has sort of carved out a little niche for himself, developed something that we now call the Trump Archives. <laughs> um, <laughs> where he is dug into Trump's some sorted past. Trump sorted past. And I know you seem like you would think, well, that's all out there, but Dan has managed to find some stuff that hadn't been out there until he found it. Yeah. Donald Trump sort of speculating on the size of his one-year-old daughter's breasts, for example. Mm-hmm. So that's journalism. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Sonia, you're a segment producer. Mm-hmm. How different was working for Full Frontal from Al Jazeera and how
3: did those skills uh, transfer? (laughs) Actually, my job is almost exactly the same (laughs) as it was at Al Jazeera. I guess the biggest difference has been the kinds of stories that we cover. At Al Jazeera, there's not really a lot of room for humor in our our (laughs) newsrooms. We like to call ourselves the broccoli of news, so you can't do that. This is like the chocolate of news, so it's a lot of digging through the archives, and instead of finding the most depressing sound soundbites, I now find the most hilarious and depressing soundbites, so.
1: Noreen, you were doing digital work at Al Jazeera,
4: and at Full Frontal? It's basically the same kind of work that I was doing as a, I was a digital reporter for Al Jazeera, the only digital reporter in the DC bureau. So I was covering all politics and I'd kind of gotten burnt out on basically what I felt like was writing the same story over and over and over and over and over again. But at at Full Frontal, I think I do all of the reporting, but I don't have to write it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is kind of nice. Since we're a weekly show, I get to dig pretty deeply into topics and then present it to the producers and writers and say you know this is what i think is important like please write a joke off of this and make people care about it what are your
1: priorities
4: how do you decide which subjects to skewer we're looking for fun stuff but i know me and sanya tend to pitch the most depressing stories of full frontal it's um, the Al Jazeera and us yeah yeah <laughs> um, no that's that's definitely true and i it, it, it feels great to be at a place where I feel like we have the infrastructure to take something really depressing and present it to the masses, and that's kind of what really attracted me to the job.
1: She is really a master at that, at presenting the horrendous in a funny way, and uh, yeah, I know it's, it's going well. And so, do you want to talk at all, Sonia, about the priorities, how you come up with uh, ideas? Do the writers just say, no, we can't make that funny?
3: Um, I think the good thing about our show is that everyone is really interested in tackling those hard topics. Things like Syrian refugees and...